Well, hello, everyone. I am Matt Williamson at Williamson NFL. Drop me a line there anytime or at DK's website, of course. Thank you for all the responses. Sounds like people are getting into this podcast of late and uh, since the beginning, really. So today, I my week has basically been dedicated to Senior Bowl, well, as well as Arthur Smith, I suppose. That was pretty big news. Um, we now have all 32 NFL coaches are in place with Washington and Seattle getting their guys today, yesterday and today. But I want to talk about five players at the Senior Bowl that I would very, very, very strongly consider with the 20th pick overall. Well, one outlier. Let's just start there. So, Tavondre Sweat is a defensive tackle from Texas. They have two. They have another dude named Mitchell who was supposed to go, Earl Mitchell, and his stocks are rising so much he decided, I'm just going to go down and interview and hang, but I'm not going to participate, which is happens all the time. They go down there and, you know, just kind of interview and hang out and, you know, do that kind of stuff. But there's nothing to gain for them on the field, so they don't do it. But his teammate is very different. Mitchell's much more of a Geno Atkins penetrator, shorter. I don't know that the Steelers would be super interested. He's a really good player, but it's just not their style of defensive lineman, although their style of defensive lineman seems to be changing a little bit over the years. But... I really don't think that they would consider Sweat. These other four, I think they will strongly. But I wanted to throw it out there just because, you know, I I seem to be in the minority with Steelers' defensive line offseason. Many of you, many people comment that they absolutely must draft one this year. I'm more in the camp of which is a little scary, don't get me wrong, is to live with Joby, live with Cam, re-sign Adams and Watts, and hope Liao and Loudermilk do a little more, and you know, you're know you not totally bare there either. Um, I, Of course, Benton would be the focal point with a big step forward. Now, I realize that might be a year, uh, and then I'm saying a year from now, you attack that position hard, you know, first-round pick and whatever. Now, I understand that's a little frightening, and I could be persuaded either way, depending on the names. I just don't like this defensive tackle draft overall. But Sweat is really interesting. I just want to talk about him for a minute because he's 6'4 and a quarter. And if you go to the Senior Bowl's official website, you can download a spreadsheet of every player there's height, weight, arm length, hand size, wingspan, etc., and they're all filled in. Every box is filled in, except for Sweat's weight. <laughs> There's one gap in there. He's not weighing in because I bet he's 370, to be honest with you. He would be a nose here, but it he eats double teams like crazy. He can really run. He's a lot like Jordan Davis at Georgia, but I think he brings more to the pass game. And I know these are one-on-ones and the, the poor centers that had to block him yesterday. Oh boy. You know, he gets his pads down consistently and just pushes these 320 pound centers deep into the pocket and just chucks them away. He showed a swim move. He showed a, a rip. I mean, it's not just bull rush, bull rush, bull rush. Now a guy like him, which is the problem with Davis and the Eagles 
how many snaps in a row can he play? You know, if they get you and hurry up and he's out there huffing and puffing, how much can he play? But I once wanted to feature him because, boy, he's interesting. These other four that I'm about to talk about, I think, are a lot more plausible for the 20th pick overall, though. The NFL playoffs here and the NBA season in full swing. Bet Online has you covered with all the up to the second odds, news, and scores. With additional odds, lines, trends, and info on both desktop and mobile, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime. Head there today and get into the action and get all the updated odds. Remember to use our promo code. That's believe, B-L-E-A-V, all caps, all one word. Gives you 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Believe, B-L-E-A-V. Bet online where the game starts. Mention sweat, but cornerback, that's probably more what you want to hear. Quinion Mitchell Toledo. Very well could be the best defensive player in Mobile. I think he's solidifying himself as a first-round pick. I used to think he was a pretty sure bet to still be there at 20. Now I'm not so sure. Very productive at a small school in Toledo. Very, very productive. But he's had an interception in each of the last two day, games down there days down there. He's a little over six foot. He's six foot and three eighths, 195 pounds, really well built, very explosive. He's fast. He changes directions. And these settings are one-on-one with a receiver and a lot of blades of grass to, to cover without any help. And rarely are guys getting catches on Mitchell. And these are good receiver group down there. Not great, but it's a good receiver group down there. He's clearly been the best defensive back. Clearly. Now, the big they actually moved him to the slot on Wednesday as well. Didn't phase him one bit. He, he will tackle. He will play the run. I think he's a team captain. Very well respected. But the key with him was Toledo never really asked him to play play press man, and they are down there and duck the water. I mean, he's absolutely fine, and clearly he's been working on it in the offseason. He has all the traits you look for. So Quinion Mitchell from Toledo absolutely could be the Steelers' first-round pick. As could what I think has probably been the best player in attendance, center, Oregon. Jackson Powers Johnson. So I watched a fair amount of him before the Senior Bowl, and he doesn't have a ton of experience. And he's played some guard. He's played some guard down there too, but centers where he'd be for here for sure. And he honestly looks like the next pouncy, you know, I mean, like long-term 12-year starter type stud, stud. So watching him just on tape and games and you know, not study studying him. I'm like, boy, he's really quick. He really gets to the second level well. And then he goes and weighs in, and he's a little over 6'3", six, 6'3 three, six, three and a quarter. But he was 334 pounds. I would have thought he was 305 by the way he moves. I mean, he is thick and strong and handles these nose tackle types easily one-on-one. And what's interesting about him is he doesn't have super long arms which is why he's a center probably, but he has a really long wingspan. Like, well, why does that, what are you talking about, Williamson? How does that add up? Well, his shoulders are so wide that his wingspan is very long, 
And he handles power. He handles quickness. He plays with an edge. He gets to the second level. I don't say this often about prospects, but it's really hard to find negatives on him. And I know center in round one isn't super sexy, but you Steeler fans that have been used to Webby and Dirt and Pouncey and Hardings, etc., this guy fits the bill. But it's also a good center draft. There's also some free agent centers you could get, but boy, he'd be a great Steeler. And the last two guys I want to talk about are both offensive tackles. Both would be very warranted at 20. Let's start with Oregon State's Talisi Fuanga. Prototypical right tackle, I would say. He's just a smidge under 6'6", 332 pounds, carries his weight really well. He's only lined up at the right side there and is pretty much exclusively a right, right tackle. Great, fine. Super powerful. Very, very sturdy. It's really difficult to go through him as a pass rusher, but he's technically sound too. Really heavy hands. Gets to the second level quickly as a blocker in the run game. He can get downfield. He can run. I mean, he's very impressive. He plays with attitude. He gets beat here and there. I mean, as all these guys do at Senior Bowl, especially in the tackle off the edge and one-on-ones with no help and things like that. But boy, Fuanga, you plug him in at right tackle, man, that would be quite a pair of bookends with him and Broderick Jones. Now, Tyler Guyton from Oklahoma is equally as impressive, but very different. He's noticeably taller. He's over 6'7". He's a little leaner. He's 328, but he doesn't look like he has any fat on his body at all. I mean, look, he looks like a power forward in the NBA, but power forwards in the NBA aren't 328. He is one of the more athletic offensive linemen you'll ever see, to be very honest with you. So Oklahoma had two tackles drafted high last year. So he too doesn't have a ton of experience. He's kind of a moldable piece of clay. And he pretty much has only played right and mostly played all right at Oklahoma. Started Tuesday, he was all right tackle. And Wednesday, they let him play some left. I would think he's most comfortable at right. You put him at right, even though he's more of a left tackle prototype. I mean, and that's why he's different than Fawanga. Really, really light on his feet. Really, really flexible. Some of the concerns with him, with the, as you'd imagine with a guy like that, is eh, people can un- get under his pads, can bull rush him. I've seen very little of that in the senior bull reps against some very powerful defensive ends. He, when he gets beat, he can redirect and make himself right very quickly. I mean, Broderick Jones has some of those things we've talked about. Like, even while his technique is developing, he can still be right when he's wrong. Uh, He is super long. He really does run like a tight end. And he's a former tight end. I've heard Lane Johnson comparisons. Oklahoma tight end turn right tackle. I see it. Like, it wouldn't shock me if this guy runs a 4'7 at 328 pounds. In the run game, you see him run like a tight end. Like he gets out there deep into space and just obliterates safeties and corners or linebackers. But he handles the power really well, too. So all those guys to me are really attractive at 20. When it's all said and done, I bet one or two is off the board. Although the top of this draft looks quite good. I mean, it's hard to plug in 20 guys ahead that without, you know, including or not including these guys. Center from Oregon, Jackson Powers Johnson. Two tackles, one from Oregon State, Fawanga. One from Oklahoma, Tyler Guyton. The corner from Toledo, Quinion Mitchell. 
And I threw in Tavondre Sweat kind of as a bonus prize, but he'd be a fun guy to have on the team too. So good stuff. T- take a look at that. And you can even like go on Twitter and just put any of those names in and you can pretty much find all their practice reps. I mean, if you're not watching senior bowl coverage like I am or aren't going to watch the game, just type in a couple, a couple of those names on Twitter and I think you'll be pretty impressed. You can find that stuff real easy. So thanks for listening. We were uh, presented by Bet Online, and that is a wrap over and out. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.